If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Philippines lead by one run to nil. One out, but a runner on second base. They need to shut this hot streak of batting down from oppositions. Like baseball, this game is about good pitching, and we just don't seem to have the pitching depth. We just don't seem to have the accuracy or the ability to maybe make those subtle little change-ups, certainly from what I saw last night against Argentina, looking to try and win their eighth world title. It's funny, isn't it? They've won seven world championships, the softball team. I don't, I, I, I'll just get you to check, Ben. Go back through the Halberg Awards. Has the men's softball team ever won team of the year? I'm just wanting to know. I know the netball team have won team of the year. I'm pretty sure the women's rugby team this year will win team of the year. I know the All Blacks have done it. I know the America's Cup have done it. Has the softball team ever won team of the year? And if not, why not? Now, we've got a media out there at the moment that preach equity, that preach equality, yet they don't practice what they preach when it comes to certain sports. Is it because it's blue collar? Is it because it's a men's sport and it's blue collar? Is it because, well, it's not going to give us the number of hits? We preach equity and we preach equality because it also makes commercial sense to us. 0800 150 is the number. Have you got a list there, Ben? Uh, I'm just scanning through it now. and Teams of the Year. Uh, team of the Year. This award goes back to 1987 that I can see. Yep. Go through the Teams of the Year from 1987. Oh, geez. Uh, All Blacks, 87. Rugby World Cup. Yep. Then we've got Ian Ferguson and Paul, Paul McDonald. K2, 1000. Yep, in Seoul. Uh, New Zealand Netball. 1989. Yep. yep. Uh, then Steinlager Crew, 1990. Yep, Whitbread Round the World. Eisenhower Trophy Team. Yeah, golf. Yep. Auckland Rugby. Yeah, remarkable era. I'm not sure, but yeah, incredible era, that Auckland Rugby Team. Uh, yep. Then it was Eisenhower Trophy Team. Yep, they won the Eisenhower that year. Yep. Philippa Baker and Brenda Lawson. Yep, rowing. Yep. Uh, Team New Zealand. Yep, America's Cup. Then back-to-back years of the All Blacks, 96-97. Yep, winning a series in South Africa. Yep. Uh, equestrian Team, 98. Yep, World Championships. Black so- oh, Black Caps, sorry, 1999. Yep, Test Series victory in England. Team New Zealand, 2000. Yep, defending the America's Cup. And then you got uh, back-to-back years of the Everswindale Twins. Yep, rowing. Silver Ferns again. Yep. Then you got the Everswindale Twins again. Yep. Then you got uh, George Bridgewater and Nathan uh, Twaddle. Yep, rowing. Yep, I worked the Olympics with Nathan um, in 19... Yeah, 2000. When did I work with Nathan? Oh, 2016 in Rio. Lovely guy. Yep. Uh, All Blacks, 2006. Yep. Uh, men's Cockless 4, 2007. Yep, world champions. Ever Swindale Twins again in 08. Yep. Then you got your Hamish Bond and Eric Murray. Yep. 2010 All Whites. Yep. 2011 All Blacks. 
Uh, and then you've got one, two, three, four years of it alternating between Hamish Bond, Eric Murray, and the All Blacks. Then we hit 2016, which is Peter Burling and Blair Tuke. Team New Zealand 2017, Black Ferns Sevens 2018, Silver Ferns 2019, nothing in 2020, and last year was the Black Caps. So okay, no so, black so socks. go back to 2008 when we won the Softball World Championship. Who won it that year? Uh, when we won the Rugby League World Championship? Uh, the Everswindale Twins. Okay, so Rugby League and softball have never won it. Why is there a prejudice towards those sports? Why do we diminish the softball world champions yet promote the netball? The netball can only really historically, historically have been won by three countries. You can argue four now. But England have only really just emerged. It was always Australia, Jamaica and New Zealand. And now you've got England in the mix. You look at the softball world championships, you know, suddenly it's got a lot harder. You've got United States, you've got Canada. You've got Venezuela, you've got Argentina, you've got the likes of Cuba, all capable. Philippines are currently leading this Black Sox team at the moment. Why have they not been recognised? Can someone tell me that? Where are these journalists who love to go out there and politicise things? These, and I'll say, a lot of them are feminists that love to go out there, push this whole um, gender equity thing to the point where sports organisations now feel backed into a corner and you almost feel that a lot of these awards are just box-ticking exercises. Why hasn't softball been recognised? Most successful sports team never won the team award. 0800-150811. How did the Rugby League team not win it in 2008 for winning the Rugby World Cup? You know the Black Ferns are going to win it this year for winning the Women's Rugby World Cup. The other thing I want to know is why hasn't anybody in softball been knighted? Seven World Championships, no one's been knighted. Wayne Smith will get knighted for coaching this Women's Rugby World Cup. We've had all sorts of All Blacks and All Black coaches being knighted over the years. We had Dame Noling Tarua become a dame for winning a Netball World Championship in 2000 and what was it, 17, I think. Yet, where is Stephen Cooney's knighthood? Where is Nathan Kalis for captaining the Kiwis back in 2008? Ben? I just wanted to say as well, even if you go back to 2008, when uh, you look at the uh, the Sportsman of the Year, which was Scott Dixon, uh, and I'm assuming that... Oh, he won He won, um, He won. won the Indianapolis yeah, 500. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he won it that year. But even the Coach of the Year that year uh, in 2008, I literally just had the list in It'd front. It would be rowing, wouldn't it? I think it might have been rolling off the top of my head, yeah. But uh, I don't know if there were any nominations, but I guess not to even get any... But Oh, sorry, it was Chris uh, Kristen Heller. Oh, Kristen, Kirsten Heller. Yeah, so, sorry. So, yeah, coach of Valerie Adams. Um, so Valerie Adams, 2008, was the Olympics. And Valerie took out the Supreme Award that year. Yeah, yeah so she won Sportswoman of the Year. Okay, so you can understand why then perhaps Rugby League hasn't won it in Olympic year. I do get that to a degree. Um... And Olympic medals, in my opinion, do override anything else. Because if we're true to it, I mean, rugby league is still, as I said, it's a Commonwealth sport, as is netball. Uh, softball, I think, is a bit more global. Um, and they're world famous here in this country, and there's not really a lot of depth. That Women's Rugby World Cup, let's be honest, there are only three countries could win that. But there was just such drama with the semi-final and final, it captured the imagine of a nation because those three nations were involved. New Zealand had to beat those other two nations to win it. Um, but yeah, I, I just struggle with the prejudice that seems to go with sort of blue collar sports, sports that's historical roots tend to be the other side of the tracks, a slightly lower socioeconomic background, 
uh, slightly rougher crowd of people, if I can say that. I think it's changed a little bit now, but that's basically the line historically, wasn't it? And why is this? And are the same media that are going to insist that the women's rugby team win the Halberg Award, even though Zoe Sadowski-Sinnott should win it by a bloody mile because she won New Zealand's first ever Olympic Games gold. And Nico Porteous should win Sportsman of the Year because he won Olympic Games gold. We'll still, there'll be such political pressure that somehow these black ferns probably end up taking the whole thing, which would be appalling, to be perfectly honest, and would be an absolute mockery of the whole system and would be a real kick in the teeth for Zoe Sadowski-Sinnott, remarkable athlete, and she deserves to win the whole thing overall because she also won a bronze medal. And for Nico Porteous not to win Sportsman of the Year would be, again, a kick in the teeth. But I want to know where the likes of the Dana Johansons and these different people are writing their columns about the grievances of New Zealand softball and, I'll use the word, how they have been oppressed by our sports media and sports journalists for far too long. They love to use the word oppression. They want equity. They want equality. Well, let's be fair about it. 0800 150 is the number. I just wanted to add, if I remember correctly, I think it was the, the Halberg Awards prior to COVID, so it must have been uh, the 2019. And I, I remember that Israel Adesanya, I think he won the Men's Award. I don't, don't remember if he took out the Supreme Award, but I remember there was lots of discussion around his, he, his he, speech he, and he, about how hard that was to actually get that kind of sport in that, in that limelight so it could be in that discussion. Yeah, and look, it's interesting, but you know why suddenly... You know why suddenly it's in the discussion is because they realise how big the UFC is. They realise how many people watch it. They understand how truly global it is. So suddenly the media have got behind it. But sometimes, sometimes you need the media to promote a sport. I mean, you look at how much the media got behind this women's rugby team. It's the best marketing you can do prior to the tournament. There's so much around it that you're curious that you end up going along. You know, UFC interest in this country wasn't generated by the New Zealand media. New Zealand media have ultimately ended up capitalising on it. UFC promoted UFC and promoted the New Zealand fighters that are out there. I'd like to get some talk back on this. 0800 is the number. Still, Philippines leading New Zealand in the softball by one run to nothing. Bottom of the first. We've got runners on first and second. No outs at the moment. Runner looking to advance from second to third. Batter looking to bunt and try and advance the runner and sacrifice himself in the process. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. It is eight and a half minutes away from eight o'clock. Good news for the men's New Zealand softball team. Leading the Philippines now by three runs to one. We had runners on first and third, and then we've just hit a home run. Now, I don't have the audio up, so I can't tell you who is doing the hitting. I'm only looking up occasionally, so uh, good. Two outs, though, bottom of the first, um, and there was a double play. So, well, no, it wasn't a double play. In fact, those runners would be brought home, and that will bring the inning to a close. And so we go into the top of the second. It is the Black Sox leading the Philippines by three runs to one. Uh, somebody texting in saying, no, 
cycling's Aaron Gate overall winner. Look, Aaron Gate, I, I love my cycling. I've commentated at Olympic Games in London. Uh, sorry, at the last Olympics in Tokyo, men's and women's road races. I've done it previously in Beijing, etc. But it's the Commonwealth Games. Um, you know, the road race doesn't have anywhere near the best cyclists in the world. Track cycling, you've got a number of events that you can cut across. Aaron Gates for Commonwealth Games gold medal is remarkable and he would win this hands down if it wasn't for the Winter Olympics. You cannot put four Olympic Commonwealth Games gold medals over one Olympic Games gold. We, he is the first New Zealand male to win a gold medal at the Winter Olympics. We have only won six Winter Olympic medals. A silver and a Lisa Koberger. Porteous and Zoe Sadowski Sinnott four years ago winning bronze. Both winning bronze. This year, Zoe Sadowski Sinnott winning gold and bronze. And Nico Porteous winning gold. With your 100% on the Aaron Gate, but you've got to go Nico Porteous. There are just some things that just carry a lot more weight. That will be an interesting one. The problem with Zoe Sadowski Sinnott And Nico Porteous is that it was done. Their achievements were done in February this year. And so it's forgotten. It's lost. There are other things that freshen our mind at the moment. And it's important that those judges that sit on the Halberg do their due diligence. Look at the history of events. Look at the depth of competition. And if they're not prepared to do that because they don't have the time, they should not be Helberg judges. You've got athletes out there who are winning because they don't leave a stone unturned, who go out there and try and be the best they can be. And it's only fair then that if we do have to judge them and we do have to try and compare performance against performance, which is not always an easy thing to do, that every judge shows them the same level of respect and the same level of due diligence that the athletes themselves put into their own sport. I like the fact that we've got a Nico Porteous, that we've got an Aaron Gate discussion. Because again, it just demonstrates what a good year it's been. I think Dylan Schmidt might have won a world trampolining medal too this year, didn't he? Any coverage around that? Why not? Why didn't he why didn't he get the coverage? What, not trendy enough? Not gonna get enough clicks on in the various news platforms? The same news platforms that don't really care about economics because they just believe in pay equity. Oh, unless it's their own business, of course. And then economics does play a factor. Because if it didn't, you'd give Dylan Schmidt the coverage. You'd give a lot of minor sports the coverage. But they don't, because it doesn't make sense to them commercially. But hang on a minute, aren't they the same people, though, that have a socialist view of the world and don't understand why women's rugby doesn't get paid as much as the men?